This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, non-stop Leafs talk starts now. And so the beat goes on for the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're now approaching a month without a regulation loss. It's the Wednesday edition of Leafs Morning Take. Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill with you. Rosie, watch last night and watching you on Twitter. I don't know who was more horned up, me or you. It's probably you. It definitely was me. The negative town, you're just locked in. Yeah. I don't know what you expect in what game, what, uh, 27 of the season? Let me tell you why I was horned up and why I have this extra large coffee in my hands is because I do the Timmy's bets on goal scorers every single day, and I got seven in a row right. Like, I don't miss for a week straight. Now our soon-to-be sponsor, Timmy Hortons, is going to be uh, feed me coffee <laughs> for a week. And I can't do it when I'm on our Points Bet Canada segment. I guess I'm 500, but I shit my pants every time money's on the line. But when it's free coffees, I can't miss. Very, very unlikely that Tim Horton sponsors this segment, but you never know. So now I guess we know why you were horned up all night on social media about that 4 nothing victory for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Remember to subscribe, tap that like button, leave us a review wherever you're checking us out. Uh, don't forget to visit LeafsNation.com for the very latest in all things Toronto Maple Leafs. Thoughts, comments, concerns, or questions. Drop us a line in the chat down below here on YouTube. We'll get to it later on in the show. We've been teeing this up for almost like three weeks, but I do believe uh, we've passed the technical hiccups with Detroit Red Wings forward Matt Luff, so he'll stop by in about 10 minutes from now. And Rosie, you can confirm that because we talked to him behind the scenes, right? Every day that I'm working, I hear that this Matt Luff guy's going to come and he's going to fucking have a segment with us. And it's just like this Houdini act that I don't even believe that you even know the guy. But I saw him in the flesh this morning, so it's going to happen. Yeah, I popped on the chat. Luffer's like, who the fuck is this guy? But uh, we will get to him in about 10 minutes from now, so stay tuned for that. Uh, lots to say. Uh, currently out of the lineup, but of course with the Detroit Red Wings. So we'll get to that conversation coming up. But for now, let's get over the boards. And so another win for the Toronto Maple Leafs, 4-0 the final. There's just so many avenues we can take. Why don't we start with Mitch Marner extending the point streak to 20 games? You just love to see that, Rosie, when it's like five minutes into the game, then you can go on with your business, eh? Yeah, for sure. Um, especially when you got him in your Timmy's picks and he gets you a week of free coffee. But no, the guy's kind of an easy bet right now. He's on fire. He just hasn't stopped. And I guess it's over... It's over a month. It's like a month and a half now where every game he plays, he's just in on something. So, yeah, even sweeter when you just uh, you don't have to wait till the last few seconds on a couple empty net chances and you just bury in the first uh, first five minutes is a little bit extra sweet for him. I'm sure he could relax a bit. I'm, I bet he's getting tired of it. It's almost like, let's get this thing over with. Yeah, it feels that way sometimes. And I thought the top six brought some jam last night. But without question, the big story was Matt Murray, a 44-save shutout. His 15th career is 15 to 17. Matt Murray back. I'm talking 2015 to 2017. Is he back, Rosie? Well, he's healthy. He's in a happier place. 
Um, I always said just the only issue was his injuries, man. And it wasn't looking great where game number one, he goes down and misses weeks. And it's just like, Jesus, man. But, um, you know, you got to give credit to Dubas. He didn't just put all his eggs in that basket. He had a backup plan with Ilya Samsonov. And we were just hoping that one of them would work out. And so far, both of them have. But uh, Murray's been leading the charge now since he got healthy. And fuck, I mean, how's that safe? percentage uh treating you with a little boost there with 44 uh save shutout and he's looking really solid man i mean obviously there was a time in that game where he was getting peppered on the pk and he's just everywhere man he's not scrambling around flopping around he's just in position he just looks really poised man so yeah sick performance by him and you know it's nice that the whole pressure of the world isn't on him because he can take a couple of days off and get some rest and and make sure he stays healthy and, and they can put sammy back in so i just love the one two shot i've been kind of preaching that for a while now but you know he keeps proving me right with performances like that it really is a good one-two punch and by the way they've already confirmed that Ilya samsonov will start against the los angeles kings who by the way are one of matt luff's former teams on thursday night at scotia bank arena so stay tuned for that one a 12 game point streak now for the maple leafs it's just been an impeccable run they're 9 in that stretch they still have yet to lose in regulation since november 11th rosie like we're approaching a month without a regulation loss that's difficult to do I know, man. Why do you think I'm getting excited about this team? I mean, it, they've they've had everything thrown at them. They keep getting tested. They're playing hot shit teams. They're playing teams on streaks. They're playing at home. They're playing on the road. They're playing in conference, out of conference, everything. And, and they just keep rolling, man. And every time, you know, you think that they're not going to get it done, they, they pull it out somehow. And I mean, it wasn't the best start in the world yesterday. And again... I keep thinking of the Maple Leafs teams from the past where they're fragile and, and their character isn't very strong and they keep like gripping their sticks and looking at someone else to get the job done and oh God and blowing leads and, and you can't come back and, and you grip your stick all the time and it's just like it's just a bad character trait for an NHL hockey club and, and these guys seem to have just left that shit in the dust and they, they have this identity where they just really believe in themselves. You can tell there's no panic and, and I mean... They didn't even play their best game last night by any stretch. And they're playing a, a quality team in the in the Dallas Stars and they shit roll them for Cobb. I mean, what does that tell you? It tells me they're a really good regular season team. You know where I'm going to stand in this conversation. But certainly, I think there's a lot of positives to grab. Uh, I think, you know, first and foremost, the goaltending is like the big story for me. Clearly, with Matt Murray put together, I could probably count on one hand how many times the Leafs have had a victory in, say, the last couple of years where the goaltender has stood in his head and pretty much won them a game, right? You see the ally like a Vasilevsky or a Sorokin or a Shosturkin like once every couple of weeks where we saw it with Matt Murray last night. So that's a positive, positive look. Uh, the fact that this team continues to win as well without, without Morgan Riley, without TJ Brody, without Jake Muzzin, they lose Victor Mete last night. Like, it is ridiculous how many injuries they have on their back end. Rosie, they're 6-0-1 without Morgan Riley. Like, it makes no sense, but to your point about the team buy-in right now, right? Yeah, it's got to be something about that. They're just banding together and, and getting the job done. And I mean, fuck it. They'll call up some guy from the East Coast Hockey League and go on another 10-game point <laughs> tear. Like, it doesn't seem to matter for them. It's uh, it's something going on in there. And I mean, in my mind on the back end, I think it's Mark Giordano that's just uh, this calming yeah. presence and this poised seasoned veteran that guys just seem to love. He seems like a beauty and he's got all the experience in the world and he's kind of taking those boys under his wing and let's ride. And he's just, uh, 
he, he's kind of leading the charge with them. And I mean, guys like Justin Hole have stepped up and um, some of these guys that are thrown in the lineup just continually step up and get the job done. And, and they're getting a lot of buy-in from their forwards too, who are paying attention defensively. And they're, like you say, it's that buy-in, that defensive buy-in of, hey, I, it's not about getting my cookies tonight. It's about making sure we do all the stuff that we talk about every bloody day in the locker room, in the meeting room, in the video room. And they're, they're, they're just buying in and getting it done. And, and because of that, everyone is having a ton of success right now. So it's, uh, it's rolling and, and they just keep putting those blocks in place and they keep seemingly getting better. Right. And, and again, they don't even have all their boys on the back end, especially. So it's, it's just a good sign. And Connor Timmins made his debut last night. Didn't really notice him. Like that was the underlying story for me is that they pretty much won the game with five defensemen, right? He goes out in the first period, doesn't return. That means a lot of Justin Hall. Um, the, the PK, without question, was such a massive story. And, and we talked about special teams going into the game. Toronto was 0 for 2 on the power play. They're not 2 for the last 22 on the peeper, but it doesn't matter when you're getting goaltending like that. And the PK work was out of this world last night. 0 for 7 were the Dallas Stars. The two situations I would bring up happened in the second period. The double minor to your boy Pierre Engvall. And then the elongated 5 on 3 with Hall and Giordano in the box. Uh, Lilligren, Sandine, man, they were unreal last night. Yeah, I really like them. I think we were, uh, you know, when both of them were out for a while at the beginning of the season there, and um, they both stepped it up right now. And, and I noticed both of them all the time. Like Lily, I think, can be like a really solid D-man. And, um, you know, he's getting that that bit of an FU on his shoulder. So Sandine, like they're not the most physical, big, rugged defenseman in the world, but they're they're owning the ice and they're they're playing with that kind of chip on their shoulder. Like, get out of here. Give me that puck. This is my get. Get, get, out of, get out of here. Get out of my zone. Give me the puck. Move it up and get up the ice and see if you can do something offensively. Just Everything just seems to be kind of ticking right now for them. And, and like you said, when when their back's up against the wall, whether it's injuries or whether they got their their best PKers in the penalty box, they just everyone just seems to step up for each other. And it, it doesn't really matter who it is. Um, there's no glaring holes right now, which is impressive, again, because of all the holes they do have due to injuries right now. So, I mean, some of the biggest chances against were on the power play. Like, first period, there's two-on-one, yeah. two-on-one, three-on-one. Like, what the hell's going on? And then, <laughs> you know, when they should be getting... Uh, you know, lit up with those types of situations. They're they're shutting the door. So, you know, well-rounded game, obviously. And, uh, you know, when they got put in a position where they could have given it away, they, they didn't bend. How, uplift, how uplifting is it for a team to, you know, get penalty killing the way they did last night, to get goaltending the way they did? I, I just think it... It must get you in such a mood to want to play and go through the wall for somebody else on your roster, no? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's a momentum getter. It's a, it's an exciting thing on the bench when, you know, like that one sequence there where it's just pepper after pepper after pepper. And I mean, your, your number one guy at the time is blocking shots like crazy. Your goalie's sliding over every time you think, oh, they found a seam and it's a, it's a guaranteed goal. Someone slides across and blocks it. Murray's in position and gets, gets a piece of it. And it's just, just like, you know, it would be nice if that was at home because the crowd just goes nuts and just goes nuts and just goes nuts. And you're thinking they're going to go, oh, and, and kind of, you know, they're going to score on you. And it just doesn't happen. And the boys are booting the fucking boards and everyone's jacked up. And um, <laughs> like I said, everything's just going right for them right now. And I think that the biggest, the biggest issue right now, if I was Keith, is like, let's not get too high here, right? If once you get too high and things are coming easily to you, you start to get sloppy, you start to think about other things. So um, staying on track is huge and, and not letting this thing uh, get off the rails is, is probably important to him right now.
It seems like a long, long time ago, they were in California losing game after game after game. And of course, coming up on Thursday, they can avenge that loss to the Dallas or to the Los Angeles Kings, I believe was 4-2. Then the night after they lost that horrific game where they blew a 3-1 lead in time, then lost in overtime. And I thought that was the peculiar conversation about last night. Dallas also sucks in OT and so do Toronto, but luckily it didn't get to overtime. The Leafs taking care of business. In regulation, uh, without further ado, we've teed this guest up. I at least have for like two weeks and finally able to connect with uh, Detroit Red Wings forward, uh, Oakville native Matt LaFluffer. What's going on, buddy? How are you on this uh, beautiful Wednesday? Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh, there we go. There we go. The audio wasn't working. I'm like, here we back? go again. Oh yeah, no. we're good. What's Are going on, bud? Nothing new. Not too much. Uh, appreciate you doing this. Uh, since we were talking about the game, I know you caught a bit of it. What What have you made of sort of this run by the Toronto Maple Leafs lately? I think it's a good run. I mean, anytime, like you guys are saying, like your goaltender is kicking like that, I think it gives the boys a little more freedom and like that confidence that you need to play a little like looser and you're not tense about having like a young kid in that. I mean, you watch when both boys are down, like that Calgary guy or however you pronounce it, he played well, but I think guys get a little more like antsy with the puck. Don't want to make that one mistake, but I think they're, they've been playing well. And anytime you got a guy at a 20 point game point streak, I mean, give him the puck, like, Jesus, I won't. I'll just touch it. Get something in the secondary. So I mean, good for them. I think they keep it going. But uh, I mean, hopefully not for too long in the old Eastern Conference here for us. We're gonna try and catch some ground here. I like that. I like that. Really, really good answer. Since you're Detroit Red Wing, uh, what's the longest point streak you've ever been on? Because you're a sniper. <laughs> you want to go back to junior for that? Yeah, let's do know. it. I think wherever. I think for the NHL, I tied like, I think I was like second or third in like rookies uh, for the Kings for like a four game goal streak or something, which is funny enough. It was like my first four goals in my career. And then I think junior was upwards, probably near 10 or something. Nothing like Mitch is doing up here in this league. Cause I mean, geez, just to get one every couple of games is pretty impressive to do it 20 in a row is something that I think uh, not many people can say they've ever done in any league. Makes it look way too easy, you're right. So uh, I referenced uh, the last couple weeks and trying to tee you up and preview and coming on the show. Uh, you're out right now. So you had wrist surgery. Uh, take us behind the scenes. How you feeling? How you doing? When you expect to Yeah, I mean, uh, it's obviously tough. Like, never want to go with an injury, especially when you're kind of just getting your feet wet there with the, uh, with the, with the team there. I think that was like my seventh game. So... I mean, I guess it's just part of the part of the game at the end of the day. Like, you know what, things happen, and you know what, you just gotta live live your life, move on, rehab, and come back ready. So, I mean, you know, got a couple of months left here, and hoping for a mid January return here in the new year, and just start twenty twenty three off with a and just move forward and just play those last few months here, and just uh, show what I can do. 
What do you remember about that hit? We see the video right now, obviously a lot of commotion following it, but uh, did you know right away, you're like, oh, fuck, my wrist is done? Uh, Yeah, like, I don't know, like I was bleeding everywhere, so like, it was just a bit of a gong show going, getting up, and then the the linesman was nice enough to like try and drag me out of the way there, and this is actually the first time I've watched this video, I've only seen a photo, like I kind of just stayed away from it, so, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know, it's just an awkward play at the end of the day, like, the dump in, D knocked it down, Baldwin pucked, like you're just trying to get it in. But I mean, I kind of knew right away, looked down on my wrist in the tunnel, and I was just like, oh yeah, like, and then everybody looked down and said, oh yeah, it's broken. So I mean, pretty crazy, but uh, I mean, IR, so not terrible pay. Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. And sorry to show that to you, but that's what we do here on Least Morning Take. As, as Rosie chuckles on, Rosie, why don't you chime in here with a question, pal? <laughs> yeah tough luck man I, that's a greasy hit by that guy like what are you doing and how is that not more disciplinary and i mean i'll i'll rant for you since you're uh you know got to play in the league still and everything else but that's a garbage hit usually guys do turn or try to put themselves in a bad position or that was just flat out buried you on the numbers and to bust up your whole face and your uh your wrist like that is gross but i know what it's like to get hurt and like it seems like you're just playing like an everyday shift and then all of a sudden you know you're friggin' hurt and you go and then all of a sudden your whole world's changed, right? You're no longer like on the roster. Your whole life is with the trainers. Your, uh, you know, your your whole aim now isn't even about on the ice. It's about healing up whatever you, you wreck. So tell me about like what it's like right now um, to try to stay positive and to try to remain around the boys and, and keep your spirits up because I know how shitty it is when you get hurt. Tell Tell some of the fans that don't really understand what it's like behind the scenes. Yeah, I think it's just a little different. I mean, like you try and get in before the boys would because obviously guys have injuries or, or like little injuries or like need something like done like tape or something. So you get in there, you do your rehab and then you'll be in the gym usually when they walk in and have breakfast and then you kind of just try and chum it up with them for the most part. And I mean, I don't know, kind of because you got the plaque for first little bit there because you don't want to be in their way and you're just like moving in and out. And then, so I mean, it's not terrible, but honestly, it sucks. Like they they go on the road, so they're in Florida right now. So I went back to Grand Rapids here, where I'm at right now, and just chumming up with like the HL guys where I started. And so I mean, you know, just try and kill time, see all the boys, and just hang around as much as I can. And like I'll get to the rink at 7:30. <laughs> I'll probably be one of the last guys to leave at like 1:30 too, because I just got nothing else to do. Like I'm just come sit on my couch and do that stuff. But I mean, think for for the most part, just come in, you do your rehab, and then it's just like you work out and you ride the bike for the next 90 days. So me and the air dime are just becoming uh, good buddies. <laughs> you hit the it's bars that night. For and, sure. uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to work on the <laughs> um it's been a crazy year for you so you mentioned um you signed with detroit in the off season uh how many jibs do you have left uh because that wasn't your first injury or the the first time you were banged up because you took a puck in the face earlier in the year right yeah i took a slap shot eight days before breaking or like that had happened so it was a a wild eight days but yeah uh i'm going for four four or five root canals next week so i'll probably get a couple fuck. fuckers thrown in there and but i mean i guess they, i'm a big golfer so i don't have to carry a ball marker around i can just pop out a flipper and just mark her down 
Oh, yes, don't but... be that meathead. One, one of my best friends played fucking, I don't know, junior A or whatever. He's an idiot, and he circled around the net during warmups. Like, what a fucking meat sauce to begin with. Took a fucking yeah. shot right in the face, dude. He he lost a tooth. He has not replaced this tooth, and that still to his day is his well, bar trick. So, like, don't be that guy, okay? I'm still going to – I'm going to replace it, but, like, I've – 25 like, it's gonna happen again like let's be real here like you're gonna take a stick or something to the face like i'm not gonna get veneers now and be like oh like, look how sick my teeth look and then a week later take a high stick and practice but oh great like there we go again like i'm just gonna wait out but i'm sure uh i'm sure my girlfriend won't be too excited about having me toothless for a bit so yeah yeah you're a handsome guy um you know the big thing lately too is the diamonds in the teeth i went out on the weekend somebody had some diamonds in her teeth and i was like i don't know what the fuck's going on but i was into it let's get to some positive vibes here luffer uh let's pop the goal up aaron if you can the goal not only at msg but your first as a red wing what do you remember about that one kind of just floated in from the side there and I mean, we got the mute and six foot eight El Elmer Solderbloom there with the puck. So I think a lot of guys kind of watch that guy with him, let me go to the front of the net there. And then just, you know, Benny placed a good shot in. I was just lucky enough to tip it in the old garden. So pretty cool. I think uh, many of my buddies can say they tucked at the garden. So it's always good for conversation. But yeah, it was good. So I mean, uh, nice to get that out of the way. And you know, I wish I could have rode the high for a bit longer, but it is what it is. <laughs> Good follow-up question. Me this. So how you just... <clears throat> Go ahead. Sorry, Luffer, to the Detroit Red Wings, they give you a little plaque, I imagine, with your first goal as a Red Wing and stuff with a picture on it. I, is that what they do? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I got the puck because, I mean, it was like I think a game later or like a couple days later I got hurt, so I really haven't seen much. But I'm sure like, they'll <laughs> give me the puck just for my first as a Red Wing because, I mean, well, sure. Most organizations before, give but... you like a... a like a plaque or something. I hope that you got a picture of yours with that black bird cage on. That'll be hilarious to look yeah. at for the rest of your life. <laughs> I know. That's the best thing ever. It's like I got off and all my buddies were sending pictures and they're like, nice cage. And I was like, yeah, thanks. So, I mean, I was taking it. I think I took it more from Ben Sherrod than anybody in the world. Like, we were doing a warm ups against like the Islanders and like, uh, like Washington and guys were like giving me about my cage. I'm like, all right, guys, like, thanks. And then it's like, I get in the room and Ben Sherrod's giving me shit too. So, I mean, it was it was just constant like just earfuls from guys like i'm like all right like sorry like, you think i want it on my face and guys were like go back to college and i was like that's, that's classic i was like thanks <laughs> oh it's, not it sounds like beer player. leagues when you got a yeah it sounds like beer leagues when you have a birdcage on and some guy trips you for having a nice birdcage like yeah i don't want to lose my eyes or my, oh my face uh, for that matter but yeah, like when my buddies play beer league, because I coach like my buddy's summer beer league team, like just as a joke, I'll get suited up on the bench, like I'll fire them up and shit. Yeah. And then like they're out there in like a visor and no cape. Are you guys dumb? You guys got to pay for this, like this stuff that happens to your face. Like at least I get like team does it or like whatever. And they're like, yeah, no, it won't happen. And I just seen buddies like nose blown off, like stitches. I'm like, you guys are so stupid. Like, you got to work. You got work tomorrow. Like your your boss is like, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, like it's, oh, it's a joke, man. Like I busted up there, right? Eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like I, it's one of those things too. Like I had a high ankle sprain playing beer league hockey, broke some bones. Like it is not worth it. And I, I was just gonna ask a follow up. Like that was probably your one true shot with like Margot Robbie at the Garden, and you're wearing a fucking bird cage. Like that, that had to sting a bit, knowing who who was likely in the Garden for that game. No. 
Yeah, but I, t- it, I tickled. Didn't matter. I got the boys going. He came back. You tickled, and she probably felt a little tickle. Yeah, she looked at my face. She's like, oh, like, not bad. Like, a couple zips, like a little fat lip. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. But, I mean, okay. the best is, like, the shovel girls come out. So, you do your, your lap around the end zone. So, I'm like, I'm just looking around the glass, just both sides, seeing who's in the crowd. So, I mean, you you know the lay of the land. That's where you got to be, like, if in a good area with, like, good people. Like, you got to go give yourself a hot lap if you haven't played a couple shifts. Yeah, yeah. In these parts, we call that the Tyler Sagan special. Uh, so we'll wrap with this. Just a couple quick hitters. Uh, uh, favorite NHL city to go out in, Luffer? Vegas. Yeah, that's a simple answer. Uh, best yeah. food in the NHL? Best food? Um, we're talking the presser or like where to go out? Where to go out? Like for dinners. Oh, dinners. Where to go out? Um, I like LA. I think LA's got a lot of options. Like they got, they got the best options in my opinion. I will lie. I heard some stories about you in Los Angeles. You're an absolute legend in Hollywood. Uh, what was it like to be a Los Angeles king? Because you've had like a unique perspective in your career. And correct me if I'm wrong. LA, Nashville, now Detroit, right? Yeah, just collecting a lot of jerseys for the man cave. <laughs> That's about it, eh? <laughs> yeah but all I mean, right love for uh yeah, I mean, go ahead no no you're good no i'm just gonna wrap but, things up yeah, anything else that? Good. no nothing <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it at that. We'll that i'm glad the uh the technology uh worked out today yes buddy appreciate your time and uh, again good luck when you do come back and best of luck with your recovery okay i'll probably see you soon all right man thanks Take care. Heal up, Luffer. Guy's an absolute beaut, man. Absolute beaut. And I found out, too, that he's a baseball player. He played baseball growing up for the Oakville A's. Still, think he, he still thinks he has games, so I might have to hit the cage with him, too. But uh, we do appreciate uh, his time. It's always unique to get the perspective of somebody still in the league, like right now, right? And knowing sort of the pulse of, of what's going on you know, what players are doing. Like, I like the insight on the Mitch Marner point streak and stuff like that. Like, it gives a, a different type of perspective, eh? Yeah, for sure. It's always nice to talk to a guy who's right in the mix because if there's something uh, yeah. you don't know or something you've mixed or missed or whatever, they're uh, they're right in the mix there. So always nice to have a current player on and uh, try to put him on the spot a little bit. For sure. Uh, the wrap-up is brought to you by our friends at Points Bet Canada. So I know you had a bit for me on Monday when I took Vegas on the road in Boston. Uh, what a call that was. I had Mitch Marner 2.5 shots on goal over last night. That hit. So I'm looking to go three for three on the week. Rosie, looking at tonight's slate, I won't lie. Not crazy about it. But the one game I do look at and say, hey, I think I got some value there. It's Edmonton and the Arizona Coyotes. I would like the Oilers puck line in that game. And mostly because Edmonton just coming off a really, really disappointing loss to Washington. They just weren't good. Um, I know the goaltending was a story once again in that game. So I'm looking for a bit of a bounce back. And I know it's Arizona. I know they've been playing teams really, really well this season. But I, I'm looking for an Oilers explosion tonight. So I'll take the Oilers on the puck line against Arizona. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I don't mind it. It's just, uh, you know, with that Oilers team... 
I mean, if they take, uh, if those two big boys yeah. take a night off, they're probably not going to win. And if they decide to show up, they're going to have a good chance. So, um, you know, hopefully those guys are looking for their cookies against that dog shit organization, the Arizona Coyotes. And uh, <laughs> I don't mind the puck line. Obviously, there's zero value on the money line. So uh, try the puck line and see if Connor McJesus, uh takes you to the promised land. You're hot right now. So uh, why not? <laughs> I love how there's two things you bury on this show, one of which being Johnny Goodrow. He comes out, gets three apples last week. I could only wonder what Arizona is going to do tonight after you bury. They're probably going to win like 6-1, man. I'm just bad luck all the way around. Yeah, I'm just never giving you the keys to the car to the betting um, segment ever again. No, I'm kidding. You'll probably get it once again this week. But uh, Rosalie, excellent job. We're looking forward to tomorrow. It's the Leafs and the Los Angeles Kings. I don't know if you caught this, but the Kings just hammered Ottawa last night. So it's going to be a good game. Not to mention earlier on in the year too, right? Los Angeles beat Toronto. Yeah, for sure. It should be a good game. And uh, obviously things have changed since then. So we'll be looking for the Maple Leafs to continue on their journey right now and uh, keep building. It's an 82 game journey, as we know, getting set for the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's Jay Rosehill. I'm Nick Elberg. Many thanks to Matt Luff for dropping by. Don't forget to subscribe and like and leave us a review wherever you are and checking out our podcast. Appreciate it. Take care.